You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. Indian country today. If you want to read this story, you can go to our Talk Jive social media pages. It says, Crow Creek leaders sentenced an embezzlement scheme. In all, six people stole about $1 million in tribal assets and money from 2014 to 2019, U.S. Attorney Ron Parsons says. A former chairwoman of the Crow Creek Sioux Tribe and a council member have been sentenced to have been sentenced in a tribal embezzlement scheme involving four others. Together, the six stole about a million dollars in tribal money and assets. And it goes on to list the sentence and the restitution for, for everybody. And even though their imprisonment isn't a long time, um, they are having to pay restitution. And... It's crazy to see tribal leaders prosecuted at all. Yeah, I mean, the U.S. attorney concept. prosecuted them. It's a foreign concept to us uh, to see to see tribal letter, uh, tribal leaders actually held accountable for uh, for what they've done. But yeah, you're you're talking about some money here, and like, there's people, you know, the people who've already been sentenced. One of them got 42 months, and one of them, the other one got 30 months. Like, And paying man. hundreds of thousands of dollars in restitution. Yeah, 326000 and 274000 in restitution. That's, that is some loot. So, um, yes, it can be done. It can be done, tribes. We can put our people in jail that steal. Please, let's do it. Well, and the thing uh, is, that was a federal investigation. So at some point, the tribe had to ask the feds for help. And that's a real sticky point for a lot of tribes, as we know, because we don't want to throw open our everything to the feds and let them really come and investigate. But when you're talking about something like this, don't you kind of have to? Don't you kind of have to bring in that unbiased eye? I mean, you you have to. I mean, I've been saying this for a while. Sometimes you gotta you gotta burn the whole thing to the ground and and start over. Like to keep on putting patches on these things. It's it's the same way as the bridges north of Anadarko. Just tear the damn things down and rebuild them, for God's sake. And put pedestrian walks. Across yeah. there. I feel the same thing about a lot of our tribal governments. Like uh we have we have corruption and greed at just every level, it seems like. It it just seems like the old Kaiba way of just burning the prairie to get it back to grow back right <laughs> the next year, you know. Well, and a good example too is good is we'll take those bridges those three bridges north of anadarko if just one of them fails that's it yeah that's it and instead of doing the work and consulting and working government to government and cooperating among agencies and tribes because it's going to take everybody, KCA, WCD, IHS, Corps of Engineers, uh, 
County. Yeah, that's some, you know, I that mean, sounds not fun at all. That meeting sounds terrible. And, My God. you know, uh, Milton Sovo had a great plan. That dude had a great plan for, for all of that, for restoring and, you know, nobody wanted to listen to him. <laughs> I guess because he was Caddo. I don't know. But oh. I thought it was a fabulous plan. And if that would have been implemented like he wanted, you know, back, I mean, this was back in like 2010, 2011, when he was first proposing this, it would have been implemented been done by now and we wouldn't have to talk about this danger and look at <laughs> look at these floods that are that are going crazy everywhere you know the mighty washita floods i like i like whenever i drive over and, and there's like a big like piece of sheet metal that's been um uh, bolted to cover a hole you know <laughs> there's a lot of those aren't there yeah, yeah, there's quite a few. So, like, you're driving over and it's just making these loud noises. Like, just, just tear the damn thing down, man. Just. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you make a four lane? Make, build two lanes on one side. And use those while you're constructing the other two lanes. And have four lanes and have a stoplight there at the corner at BIA and Wichita Travel Plaza Drive. Yeah. Turn lane, all that. So, but nobody has to listen to me. About Unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> right. Right. But, but again, I mean, that's where you know, each tribe is supposed to like, it's supposed to be like stone soup. Everybody's supposed to bring their resources together, even if it's just cooperation to, to get these things done for their communities. Yeah. And it's going to take one of those bridges washing out for anybody to do anything and think about what a pain in the arse that will be. Yeah, because, I mean, there's no way to get north of Anadarko besides those bridges. I mean, you'll have to go all the way around by um, Square Top or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have, that, that would be the best way to go. You couldn't, you couldn't go way. east and go up. You'd have to go all the way to Lake Chickasha. If you, were coming, in, if you were coming in from the east, you'd have to come by Lake Chickasha. And that back road there. Yeah. If you were, if you were uh, trying to go north. Like if you're trying to get north of Anadarko, you just better. Yeah. So it would be a cluster <laughs> shag for sure. Definitely. And, yeah. and so. Mean, it's just a matter of time though, isn't it? I mean, those, those bridges are going to. They're going to have to be replaced at some point. Yeah, because they're going to fail. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's that's nature. Those bridges are old. Well, and, and, and that river, I mean, people don't realize that 
a river is a moving thing. Like a river doesn't just stay static right where it's always going to be at. Like a river moves, it cuts. That changes the the way that those things are, you know, how sturdy they are. Get stuff um, washed out from underneath it and that kind of stuff. And, well, and getting back to the article in Indian Country Today about prosecuting embezzling tribal leaders, there are a few tribes that have done it, but I don't think we're going to see that anywhere here. I just don't. It, it's, it's fascinating. I mean, I'm a wonk. So watching political moves and how politicians respond to different things and scandals and accusations and, you know, it, it's fascinating. Yeah. And the consolidation I mean, of power. And we know that the problem in the Indian country is, is what we've been fighting for this whole time. Is there's, no, there's no freedom of press. There's no information out there. The tribe just does whatever they want. These politicians move in the in the silence and in the, in the cover of darkness, and nobody ever knows what the hell's going on. And can say anything, can really say anything, can can put out a statement and not say anything. <laughs> yeah, misinformation and, everywhere. Yeah, and a lot of people. A lot of people are up in arms about those CARES Act numbers being released. And we've been talking about it all week, about how people don't understand what it truly takes to keep your tribal government going. Yeah. And there are specific things that these, these, these funds have to be used for. So it, it's, it's fascinating. It's crazy. But I wonder how much of this uh, emergency relief funding is going to be misappropriated. Yeah. I mean, we're already seeing STIT at the state level. I mean, we've not used very much of our federal dollars that we got. In fact, STIT's trying to probably send them back. So... It's, what do you do? You just got to try to keep being the squeaky wheel, I guess. Make some noise. Hey, we're here. We're here for you if you want to talk. We don't care. We don't care what tribe you're from. We have a global platform here. So you just let us know when you want to talk. And we'll talk. Call. Yes, indeed. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're indigenous. We're independent. We're them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.